How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Forever. Dog. Space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds. To seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no one has gone before. guest today you know her as creepy reading girl <laughs> you know her from her many specials her fabulous podcast the jackie and laurie show or her other fabulous podcast the dork forest please in-house audience at treks in the city give it up for jackie cation yeah. <sighs> they love you they love that you ca- that can't be safe that doesn't sound like they're six Guys, feet away all right everybody file out all right. Okay, everybody. Spread out. Okay, everybody. File on out. All right. No, you got to go. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. This is how I do it. This is how I do my show, by the way, on Instagram that I asked you to do. I just play laugh sounds in the background. Oh, interesting. I, uh, I for the first time, did a live TikTok. Uh, didn't know what it was. Just went live. All of a sudden, 23 people were, st- were, were church at. I was like, I, I have I have nothing planned. Welcome. So I don't know if you guys ever go live on TikTok. I haven't gone but, live uh, yet. Not on TikTok. I, I think it's the first time I ever hear that full phrase. Live on TikTok. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, uh, I, I, I would want to be prepared next time. <laughs> I didn't think anyone would care, but it turns out people get notifications when people go live. They do. They do. Mm-hmm. They yeah. push them. They push those lives. They really push it on you. They're pu- yeah, they're, it feels pushy. For so, sure. So you were just talking to your dad. Yeah, I was. I love when you talk about your dad because... On the phone? It's like a better version of my dad. <laughs> Everybody's dad is a better... Ver- Other people's parents yeah. are always much more tolerant, tolerable than our own parents. Where we're just like, oh, they're so quaint. They're yeah. funny. And you're like... Yeah, not when I was 11. When I was 11, it was a shit show. Anyway. My dad, yeah, I when I was 11, it, yeah, it's true. But people <laughs> always do love my dad, but um but I'm always like, do you like dads that are like fun and gregarious, but then behind the scenes they're like, I should kill myself, right? And it's up to me. <laughs> oh. Oh my god, to be the adult. Hello. Uh what was the name of the the kid on Gilmore Girls? I always uh, Rory the first, Gilmore. Oh, Rory. When, <laughs> the first time I watched uh, when I initially watched the Gilmore Girls, I was like, this is the greatest show in the world. Trying to rewatch the Gilmore Girls, I'm like, there doesn't seem to be any parenting going on here. The child it's seems to be stressful. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a great friendship between two women. 
<laughs> between a right. child and a woman. And one of them has right. no parents. Right. <laughs> Right. One of them has had to braise herself, it turns out. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. yeah, that's really dark. Um, mm-hmm. But what's not dark is having you here today with us. I feel good about it. I feel good, except for that. I believe the last time I was on, you had me watch a really weird episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. <laughs> I think this was like season one or two. In I fairness, I wanted you to be on that Lower Decks episode. That's true. much more classic, and we couldn't get you in on that t- timetable, so we did... And then, unfortunately, the next one is fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> which was so funny, because then I watched Lower Decks right after it, just as a palate cleanser. Yeah. I was, oh, which ooh. was... It was interesting, because it was the last uh, episode of season one that I watched, which had Frakes on it. Uh, oh, for, yeah. For, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, whoever... Uh, Oh yeah, that'll take you back. And uh, but sure, masks, art. There's some. There was some very. I don't know who the directors were, or if it was the the '90s that said you have to act in an enormously wooden fashion. In to all of these people, <laughs> I don't understand. These are all men. Just the FYI. '90s called all the all the directors. Yeah. These are this no. This episode was directed by a dude. Robert Wiener. We- Weimer. Oh, thank God. I know, we go. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> it had to I be wanted fixed. It. I wanted it to. But <laughs> it didn't happen. Uh, so tell us what you thought. Like last time we had you here was so long ago. It and- was. And remember the episode? It was the one it was about where they go on that planet and it's all black people and they are the noble savages, but they're savages anyway. And, uh, and the guy who played Worf was like, I don't need to be in this episode. You guys, why don't you talk amongst yourself? So yeah, I don't. Uh, I blocked that one out. And uh, no, I forget. I realized, this is like season. I think this is season one. Hearing yeah. the description, I need to. Yeah, it was so early, and it was so episode. incredibly. There were I, the thing is, is is I haven't watched it in such a long time that to cherry pick the ones like this. Makes me go, I swear to God, I love this show. I know. Of course. And it was Code of Honor. This was our fourth episode. Right. Ever. Right. That was the last time I was on. Code of Honor. And it's, this thinking, is the description. Okay, we'll have her back, right? And we'll give her a good one because it's the very last season. And we found, I would say, the worst episode of season seven. <laughs> There's says, trouble uh, here. Look, it says, a racist piece of shit, a truly terrible episode. These are the things that we said about it. <laughs> <laughs> right. So let's talk about this one and about how bitches, man, they always want to be goddesses. Anyway, so yeah. there's this one. It's it was all right. I mean, it was it. it I understand there's that whole thing about Deanna Troy and the art within. And right, everybody and should the- be very suspicious when the android is super artistic right. because <laughs> yeah. there's trouble. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all of a sudden he's he's like, ah, I use my imagination. You're like, ah, red flag. Um, <laughs> you don't have that, so because she's like, because she's like, uh, also her explanation of what sounds are. She was like, just do with clay what music makes you feel, and right. Data's like, sure, this clearly helps approaching right. human. Yes. Is it with Data or the little... Nice. This little kid, this poor kid. Yeah, I feel so bad for him. Right. You think the wings are too big? 
Oh no! Actually, not at all. they're not wings. Birds have wings of all sizes, Eric. Yes, they do, Eric. But let me tell you something: is that the the the, the conversation before he was like, "Hello, I am a child actor," yeah, and it was yeah. too bad. But um, I'm sure he's come. He's gone forward to learn how to. Wait, let's see. Let's see his line again. You think you can? I think it's is better. This, is this wing? Are these wings? That's very good. Look at her showing the. <laughs> Check this out. So proudly puts it down. <laughs> wow, that's very nice. No, it isn't. I just can't get it right. You think the wings are too big? Oh, no, not at all. Birds have wings of all sizes, Eric. And you shouldn't worry about making it look perfect. But Mrs. Nasser said we should try to make our sculptures as realistic uh-huh. as possible. Oh, well, that asshole. It is yeah. important that you be able to make the clay take the shape you want it to have. But you're not supposed to be concentrating on technique today. I'm here to help you focus on the feelings you want to convey with your sculpture. For instance, what do you think about when you see a bird? Flying? Fine. So, make your sculpture make me think of flying too. He's like, awesome. Into it. My He's question like, great. is, I got it. Is- <laughs> wrong with Mrs. Narsu that she can't fucking teach feelings in art? <laughs> why do they have to right. call the counselor? Right. Well, what I don't understand is why the uh, the schools are still the same 400 years into the future. Right, right. They're still pretty freaking bossy. Still, yeah, they're just it's trying not to... space clay. <laughs> square you into a box. They had to go to a planet to get that clay. Um, oh yeah, no, no. I bet you they just replicated it because that's what this episode's about—taking true, true. all the stuff that they're just true. replicating. That's a good point. And by the way, I don't blame uh, the kid anymore. I blame the woman who plays Deanna Troy, who is slightly wooden herself. There's <gasps> almost theme. Oh, it is a bit a of blast. Oh, oh yeah, take it on this show. All right, after we school, right by the, the swing well, sets. Well, I always say, like, they never write, like, the right lines for her. So I always defend her. I'm always I like, do feel she like came up script. with that accent. I feel like it's script. Garbage script. She just is the most rudimentary shit. And she came up with that accent. Like, how does she keep the it up? The dimensions are accurate. <laughs> yeah. This is cute, actually. I wish I I'm had sure that. I'm sure they are. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That belongs in Animal you Crossing. You don't have mm-hmm. a problem with realism, but... You're here to work on your imagination. Maybe you should try something a little more abstract. But why is he there to work on his imagination? Like what? I want you to I guess because his own case. of his own accord. With I'd the children, like he's with the children. Music. Counselor, music is a collection of acoustic vibrations. How can I reproduce a sound? Your house and my vibe, well, dude. Think of the effects Don't the t- bogart the have on people. <laughs> the images that music brings to your mind, and then give it a form. And then he does it so fast, and he whips up a. Uh, well, we get a stop motion video, basically. They had to this. like probably tic- create it's like a like TikTok. A, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a. Oh, it's totally look like at him! TikTok. So Ooh. he made one of those. What's the what the ampersand of music? I don't know what it's called. That's it's a it's a treble clef. Treble clef, very good. There you go. No one needs that clay sculpture anywhere in right? all of life. It it won't go anywhere. I kind of like it, it as a piece. It's like yeah, this is what already symbolizes music. Why do I have to make a new symbol? Right. right. It was Here and, it and it's, music. 
I have a question about about his imagination. And what do we know about data and the re I mean, is it because the guy who created data, right? Yeah. His father Union was Center. thank you. Uh he did he he created himself learning, right? But did he create him like uh self like to to grow emotionally too? That I mean that th- that was the conceit, right? Grew data with a neuro um like what do they call it an a neural network that is supposed to grow and change over time but it has no emotions and now we know that i guess like they they probably knew this at the time too but like emotions are in the brain also so you don't need to like not have a you can't have an emotion Uh emotionless brain but anyway they did and then he had an emotion chip that he could install if he wanted to, but that he didn't give it to Data because when he gave it to his, Data's brother, Lore, <gasps> Lore went nuts and was very unpleasant. Mm-hmm. And so he didn't give it he to him. He was just an unpleasant android. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then later, Lore found there was another chip and he gave it to Data and it was just full of hate. That's right. That, that it was it was interesting because one would imagine that these chips would be the chips of like what, what you would have in a child, yeah. which means that it too would have to grow with the right. person. And so it would be just screaming and wah wah and whining right. and self-absorption until you you hit enlightenment. Right. And Veronica, that enlightenment is correct. And they didn't try that. And they too just bad, took bad. it out of his mouth. Was just one of those, <laughs> and then they were like, "Ooh, this thing sucks." <laughs> we're gonna throw this out. And uh, so data and data was so upset that it was not working. Is that he he had it on his desk, and this is the end of that episode. He had the chip on his desk, and Jordy walks in. He's like, "Data, what are you doing?" And he's like, "I'm gonna destroy this thing." And he just literally takes out a phaser and points it at the chip on his desk. And Jordy's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, baby, don't!" <laughs> oh my god. Maybe don't Maybe shoot don't. your desk. Yeah, don't. <laughs> yeah, don't shoot your desk. That would be incredibly disappointing. So, uh, but then also, Data has another like program that allows him to dream that his dad like only activated when he was like I guess thirty years active or something. Mm-hmm. I so think yeah, it activated on its Easter own. eggs in his head. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't it? Why would they just put little time bombs? Yep. And uh, <laughs> we're like removing this curtain. And then here's this childhood memory when you were touched. And uh, just, yeah. yeah, brutal, brutal tr- surface. Uh, I think Data is also like um, not down to have all those feelings. He was like a mess. He was just like a lot. <laughs> it was, it was yeah. crying. It was like it was puberty. Yeah, yeah it was puberty. And his uh, dreams were also like they were a lot. So vivid. And yeah. And, and they didn't they only gave him 45 minutes to sort of deal with it. <laughs> so, I mean, if they would have given him the six yeah. years that the rest well, was, of us have. <laughs> it was two episode arc. But that arc ended on the first ep- of the two episodes, for episode, <laughs> which I thought was interesting. So this is Beverly and. Deanna are having like um, oh yeah just getting ready to go girls and yeah the girls workout session 39 hours and they're in such a hurry Worf says he's gonna teach us some Makbara throwing techniques today 
more like falling techniques. Oh shit! Ha! Last time we did that, I, I, I should have done. Can sorry, I say something? That fault. plant needs water. Like I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm so upset. And this distracting is that I'm I, upset about it. I messed up. I should have done this. Okay. What should you have done? Here we go. Worf says he's going to teach us some Makbara throwing techniques today. More like falling techniques. Last time we did that, oh, shit, I was so sore for a week. Sorry. What's one this? More time. Uh, one more time. Says he's going to teach us some Makbara throwing techniques today. More like falling techniques. Last time we did that, I was sore for a week. Did you hear it? What's this? Okay, good. I have no idea. I've never seen it before. Maybe Will left it for you, a little present. Well, that would be creepy. It's quite his style. Then maybe it's a secret admirer. Ooh. Even creepier. Just people sneaking into your well, private quarters and yeah. dropping Mom, off. Be late. She's really in a hurry, too. Like, I've never seen Beverly this stressed out about anything, and she's the doctor. She's right, all, right. She's like, I don't know who left that in your room, but we have to go. <laughs> We're, Worf will not teach us how to fall down unless we go now or throw each other Oh, around. you're feeling violated. Whatever, whatever. Let's go. <laughs> but I have a question. Could you beam something yeah. into someone's room as oh. a surprise? It's space, you know? I think so. A lot I of the stuff Beam a happens. bunch of pranks. I hope that <laughs> there's a future in which beaming is, is like available. So I'm like, I'm not always freaked out and, and feeling violated as a woman. I'm always like, could be somebody's stalking me or baby stuff's getting beamed in by an, by an unknown alien life form I don't know about or something. Right. Maybe someone just has a crush on you that yeah. uh, did, you didn't consent. You would think that there would be sort of buffer like for beaming things into people's private quarters. But right, I don't know. If, you're, if you're popular... Then every time you go into yeah, your room, you're like, oh, in. fuck all this yeah. shit. This Yeah, why this is there shit? so much nonsense? Like, yeah. you know how, like, people sometimes give you presents and you're like, did you want me to throw this out? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, Maria, Bamford, Maria Bamford used to give me things. And finally, I was like, take a picture of it and we'll pretend you gave it to me. How about that? I'm literally the worst person to give presents to. Actually, rivaled only by one of my brothers, who uh, give, is actually the worst. I now have to give Jackie presents. Sounds, <laughs> Please do not give me. That sounds really like a fun, why? A fun why do you do to get? Just be like, take a photo so that you remember. That my this mom exists. is adversely very good at getting presents. I, you could give my mom like oh. my mom is Animal Crossing level. Like, oh, a literal piece of wood. You must really <laughs> love me. Um, Yay! Uh, I can be, I I can be I'm perfectly fine. Like I'm very polite about things, but I I won't keep it if I don't like it, and I won't. Uh, and if you're one of my best friends, I think I can just say to you at some point in our thirty years of knowing together. Seriously, it's the thought that counts. Just yep. take a picture of that stuffed animal and say, "I thought of you. Thought about giving it to you." My, and then yeah, didn't my ha my dad and I had a fight. Not too long ago, because when I moved into my new house, I wouldn't give him the address for a long time. <laughs> and he got so angry. Why? Because he is a, um, he's a, he has, he's a narcissistic alcoholic with, um, like, the ability to, it's actually a fantastic, I wish it was an Avenger, ability to give presents that it, it the result is just him taking somehow. Like, he gives Ugh. to take. Like he'll give you something, wait What's a good seven example? years, 
and then ask you about it. Oh, and God. if you haven't looked at it or read it, if it's a book, he'll get really pissed. Oh, my God. <laughs> and say, like, you must hate me. <laughs> right. Sometimes he's asked me to give him things back that he gave me a long time ago <laughs> because he wants it again. <laughs> Gordy, knock it off. So anytime I get a box from my dad, either it goes right in the trash or, or I'm like, well, I have this for a while. It's an emotional time bomb. Um, <laughs> he keeps tabs on every gift. Yeah. Like yeah. He puts it's reminders they're not like about seven you. Seven years in. Yeah. Gifts are not about you. These gifts are about him. <laughs> These gifts are him, his, you know, he, yeah, the world is his, uh, his time capsule. So, um, anyway, that's dark. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas city, go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Skylar should make a note that uh, while on the Zoom recording, uh, I muted myself, but on my local recording, uh, I yelled the words, Gordy, knock it off. <laughs> so uh, that's me yelling at the dog. <laughs> yeah, you have a Time dog code. now. Yeah, we have a dog. And Let's he is an it. adorable dog. I mean, Matter of fact, I think you're gonna because uh, he is barking at our neighbor. And I have this to say about him barking about the neighbor. Neighbor's going to be there the whole time. <laughs> the next 10 years that so that dog's going to be with us. Uh, so is Ruck. Ruck's going to be there. So stop. Don't fucking he, bark at him. He's yeah. like, neighbor's back. And like, yeah, <laughs> I've known yeah. this. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's, he's a delight of a human being. After him. Yeah, so. it turns out. Hang on. <laughs> I should also say that every time I mute myself, I'm sneezing and chewing. So that's nice. I haven't muted myself once. Not once. Just FYI, Skylar. It, actually, I did mute myself earlier and I did a secret ad for BetterHelp. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Alice. I can't stop. Oh, my God. <laughs> Come here, Gordy. Ah, there he oh is. Oh, my God. Hello. Look at this. Hi, Look at this Gordito. guy. Gordito. Oh, Gordy, um, Gordy, he's a barker that I he know. Is, he isn't. He isn't a barker. The only oh, time he, he barks is, um, there you Hello. go. Good boy. Oh. Yeah, we've had him three weeks and he's a gentleman, except for with the weird, he'll bark at the DWP guy and the neighbor. So he's got to stop. Nobody cares. How, Nobody how cares, is he when, when he walks around? Uh, how does when you oh, walk oh, him around when do you like take him out? He, uh, he likes, uh, he, he, he's not really a, uh, he doesn't really care about other dogs a lot. He likes it when they're locked up and he's not. <laughs> that just means that he has a bit of a dick. And I have to say that he is, um, he is a gentleman in many ways, very polite and, uh, and willing. Uh, but I think he's going to, once he gets super comfortable with us, he's going to be super bossy. Yeah. And then he's going to find out that he is not the alpha. Oh, much no. to his chagrin, I'm sure. Is 
is are you are, the alpha? Are you, are you and Andy both the alpha in that situation? Yeah, I guess yeah. that's true. It's, right? it's literally, it's not going to be him. So he's like we Zeta know. or Celta. Or yeah, there's the Omega and the uh, Zeta or whatever. Uh, my Greek. Uh, do you know that I was going to take? Let's just digress completely and say I, I was going to take. That's what this show is. And I was going to digress. I was going to take. Uh, I was going to study classics in college because I had taken uh, Latin for so long. I was like. That's something. I, I think uh, Latin and Roman history, that'll be great. And then um, they that's said crazy. I was going to have to take ancient Greek. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's not happening. I love how you <laughs> draw, draw the line at, at ancient Greek and not Latin. <laughs> Jackie would have still ended up doing stand-up, but your stand-up would be a little different. <laughs> it would have been even more weird and obscure. It's yeah, like... I think your stand-up might have been a little arcane then. <laughs> right. Right now. now, it's bad enough now where I'm yelling, to, come on, hang out and listen to my Dune joke. <laughs> uh, nobody wants that. Nobody. <laughs> that's not entirely true. People, I've yeah, made that joke... Niche. That is a niche. And it's so funny because I don't actually have a dune joke. That's the bit that you just That's did. the bit. Right. That's it. Get Kraken. Oh, yes. I wish I had a joke about the Kraken. Who doesn't? <laughs> I do not and, have a uh... joke about the Kraken. I mean, we <laughs> I tried doing a bit where the whole thing was like What was about... the whole thing? The whole thing was. I, it was a, it's about the word Karen and how like important it is to have a word and how great and validating it is to have a word that like kind of puts white women who are weaponizing their privilege in their place <laughs> and kind of puts some derogatory spin on it. It's like fun because it bothers those women to be called Karen. They hate it. And that's great. But there is one group of people. I don't think any, people... any woman's like, oh, I'm definitely being called a Karen. Sorry. What do you mean? Who would like take it? Who would be Who'd like, own? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I do. Yeah. I mean, you like, I'm like, when I have, you're being a Karen. Yeah. I feel like I have an inner Karen sometimes that comes out and then I go, oh, oh, there she is, you know? And it's kind of <laughs> nice for me to name it because she's in me. And then she comes out and I'm like, ooh, gotcha. You're there. The weird thing about the Karen thing, it's so funny because that's that, uh, that term has come out in the last, what, year and a half? And um, about two, two and a half years ago, I wrote a joke about uh, a, a terrible white, uh, four terrible white women at Yellowstone National Park. And I actually, you, I Googled what was the most popular girl's name of 1965, which is the year I was born. And it was, I think it was Elizabeth. It was Elizabeth or Kimberly. And I went with Kimberly because of the hard K sound. And then Karen became very popular and i and then someone someone who was not a comic was like you should use karen and i said a couple of reasons i'm not going to first of all you suggested it. yep uh and you're an audience member and everyone that it makes it slightly hacky uh because it would be a too easy kind of right yeah, yeah. the second reason is because i know karens i know people named karen so and, many and and right. that are that are not monsters right and um yeah, it just feels it feels like, you know, I mean, if your name is Karen, you have to do a bit about how you have to take back the night. Right. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. To not address it is like to walk on stage with crutches and never say anything. It's exactly it's like, please welcome Karen Kilgariff. Please yeah. welcome Karen Rontowski. Yeah, you better. Karen uh, Anderson. Let me talk to you about so, it. So I guess the Karen's 
the literal Karens are owning the Karen. They have to. They, they have, have to. to. They must. Yeah. They must address go. it. Someone's doing it. Well, my bit of, is about how one there is one group of people who is like really taking advantage of <laughs> this new word, and that is, as you guessed, white men. They love yeah. to say Karen. They oh. love to say Karen. It's like their favorite thing ever. They're like, oh fuck yeah. And then my my joke went into a place where it was like. I kind of try to do like a metaphor for that scene in Jurassic Park when the lawyer runs out of the car and leaves the kids behind and he's like, I'm free. <laughs> and then he's the white guy. And then the T-Rex of justice like is like, wait a minute, what's that sound over there? Because like guys who say Karen, all I feel like from my perspective, I'm like, you're not safe. <laughs> you're not. We're not yeah. done with you. Right, right. And I have to tell you, I have to tell you that uh, uh Kill Martin's also working out a bit about that, about how much white men have embraced it. And the, but there's so many different ways to go. And I love your Jurassic Park angle because that is a perfect example of just white men throwing white women under the bus so that they're like, don't look at me. Look at Karen. Yeah. yeah and, yeah. Uh, you know, it's just it's that. And that's. I'm, yeah. You know, what's now a, you said white, that, I'm just going to let dude name? Kill Martin do it. Now. Yeah, that's what she, she would say the right. same thing. She'd be like, <laughs> oh, fine. Wetterland's doing it. Did we come uh, up with a name for dudes? To even hear someone refer to me as a last name in the, in, is just, that's, that is an, is flattery enough. <laughs> you love to be a last name. I have to say that uh, with, I, I call all white people whitey magoos <laughs> because it kind of sums up is like, because remember Mr. Magoo had yes. such a, he couldn't see yeah. and he was such a tool. He was such a pain in the ass. So whitey magoos are, are my term for white because the learning curve right now for whitey magoos is super steep and men folk is also very steep. My, men of all cover. Yeah. So what's the what's the male name for Karen? That's what I was gonna say. Is like I want it to be my dad's Kevin. name, Glenn. <laughs> I think Glenn would be good. A Glenn, a Glenn's a good. I I think it's Chad. When it is Chad, but that's Chad. like a bro of like born in the the eighties. I feel like Glenn is like Chad has more associations. Yes, a guy in like, the sixties uh, who okay. is not. He's not like a. He, you know, he's not like a duck hunter. Just ask Google. But he's like a guy. So yeah, because like, my, I was saying to my friend Aaron, I was like, oh, my dad, Ken. You know. They're calling him Ken. Oh, that see, it's it rhymes. That's hey, a, it that's rhymes. I'll take it. Ken and Karen. That seems right. And Ken and, and Glenn rhymes. Ken yeah. and Glenn rhyme. Glenn is like mm -hmm. it's like if they're Barbie dolls. Glenn is like the friend. It's so right. funny. Like with women, they just say like. Uh, they say like in headlines and stuff, they say the guy's full name and then the woman he was with. But when it's typed for Karen's and Ken's, then it's always like now I'm seeing a bunch of memes here and they're all like the male version of, of Karen. They're not like daring Ken. to call him a thing. This is a Ken. Yeah, that guy is such a Ken is not as pervasive as that woman's such a Karen. Yeah. Like, no, no one knows what the hell you're talking about. I just about. advise us white women who have not embraced it yet to embrace <laughs> the Karen, own it, let it sit on you, let it sit with the discomfort, because, you know, the, the more graciously we examine our own privilege and prove that it's possible to not fucking die if you, like, are ever guilty right. of anything and admit it and being, like, being open to learning and being, like, available to be helpful 
isn't going to fucking kill you or end your career. It is not right. The, there, there's so much. There's so much abundance of the world. One of my favorite things about my father, who drives me mad, is that he's always like, "There's enough for everybody," but I don't understand why everyone's not using the tools to get as much as they can. Mm. And so he's like, he's like, he wants to use that capitalism. And and he thinks there's plenty. I don't understand why you're not doing this and this and this. And then you could make ten thousand. Like he's actually said that to my brother. You could do this and this and this, and then you'll get ten thousand dollars. My brother's like, let me just take notes and do that. And my dad's like, yeah, it's great. But what I'm saying is that that's a straightforward way to make ten grand. If you do this and then take the pool cue and shoot a three bank thing from behind your back and do nine other things, you could make. Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, <laughs> and my brother goes, or I could guaranteed make ten grand. So stop talking to me. And uh, so I remember when Russ told me that, and I was like, Well, why don't when he tell when you when he says stuff like that to you, why don't you tell the rest of us? We could all use ten grand. And he's like, Call your dad more often. <laughs> it's all a ploy. <laughs> See, mm-hmm. he gives. You know, it's a it's a quid pro quo of love. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. And but I, I would say that um, what the other thing I call sort of entitled men are pile of haircuts because they all have the same fucking haircut and they all you know, how like in Los Angeles where everyone has the same workout regimen, people who work out. Yeah. Okay. And so they all kind of have the same body Hiking. and yeah, there's hiking and then there's sort of there's Eat some sort of. The bending of knees and there's crunching going on. I don't know a lot about it. Uh, yeah. I'll be got to go over here and eat an entire chicken. So, uh, but the thing is, is uh, the bending of knees. <laughs> I've definitely done that one. I think there's lunging. I think that's the word yeah, I'm looking lunging for. Is there's what you lunging mean. is the, the they they bend their knees. All I know is that it it fucking hurts, and I don't, I'm I don't want any part of it. I'm imagining so. when you sit in a chair, your feet are just straight up. <laughs> like, Fuck that knee bending right. shit. Fuck that knee bending stuff. It's just walking uh, around like a ginger. I sit down like a Barbie doll. My legs point straight out. Did you guys hear that parable? It's a beautiful parable. Someone told me this parable and I I swear to God, I thought it was someone telling me a joke joke and I almost murdered them. And then it was a parable and I was like, yeah, that's beautiful. But I was still had residual rage from someone trying to tell me a joke joke. A woman dies and goes to heaven. Doesn't it sound like a joke joke? She's talking to St. Peter and she says to St. Peter, can I uh, see what hell looks like? It all still sounds like a joke. Still and St. Like Peter goes, yeah, sure. What the heck? So they go down, uh, they go into hell and it's uh, it's a bunch of tables full of food and uh, people are crying because nobody has any elbows. So nobody can eat. And uh, that's and I was that like, it's a joke, though. Right. And that's she said, funny. but then, OK, so the end of it, the parable part is uh, they come back to heaven. She's like, wow, that was horrible. And she goes into heaven. And it's the same exact scene, except that people are feeding each other because they don't have elbows. <laughs> it's like a joke. It's like a parable is like a joke after Dane Cook gets to it. I, I don't know anything about Dane Cook. I do no, it's know like, that. Oh, I'll get you on the record about Dane Cook. No, I. Yeah. Um, 
It's like a, I, I'll go on the record about Jeff Ross if you'd like. Anything oh else? My God. <laughs> I wish I still had this picture. Fuck, but I posted it on my Instagram a thousand years ago. But my friend Poe used to be on like your Tinder, or whatever. And one time she sent me this screenshot of somebody she matched with on t- Tinder. And it was someone named Jeffrey Ross. And his age was listed as 36. And what? it was Jeff Ross. And I was like, <laughs> you. Jeff Ross is 60 years old if At he's a dad. At the time, this was 10 years ago. If right. He so was he's 50, 50 years old. years old. And he was, and he was looking, because I was just, someone was talking about how you're supposed to not date below half of your age plus seven, right? That's supposedly, okay. so I'm I am. In my late teens, so. Right. <laughs> so babies. No, uh, so I am, so <laughs> I'm 55. And the only reason I tell you that is because Lori Kilmartin keeps telling everyone. Uh, so <laughs> you gotta get I'm, ahead of the story, Jackie, <laughs> one way or another. <laughs> I guess everyone who's cared now knows. And so, but that half of that is like 27 plus 7, 34 to, for me to date a 30, first, first of all, my husband would be disappointed if I started dating. But uh, the, because um, our disappointed. sexuality. Just disappointed. Just disappointed. Just be like. Not oh. heartbroken or like. I got to say, I'm not angry. No, not not <laughs> mad. Just, oh, what are you doing? Like, it's, it's, oh, a let, it's a bit of a letdown, to be honest. <laughs> expected more from you we bought new uh i'm gonna finish one story and then start another one uh so um it would be a 34 year old uh man 34 year old man uh i know jeff ross a little too old for you jeff ross exactly it's like uh i could date jeff ross except for i don't think but i you know i was thinking i i I don't know i i mean 34 i mean men are pretty hot at 34 Mm-hmm. That's a pretty hot age. Like yeah, you see like a guy at 17 or guys, 20. Yeah. And you're mm-hmm. like, that is a strapping puppy of a man. Yeah. That is that. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a good looking dude. But at 33, 30, 32, 34 years old, a dude has really come into like, right. you're like, oh, I, I would love to yeah. touch that all kinds that's of things. That. That's that. That's the, that's probably washes his bath towels at that. Right. Like, right. Oh. He feels like not just, not just right. an adult man, but also it's an adult promising. man. Right. Exactly. Yes. He's not a uh, undercooked anymore. Yeah. There's yeah. No more, no more potential. Quality. Yeah. Yeah. And I've always been very attracted <laughs> to men potential. younger than me. And I was really worried about that. Cause I was like, if I get older, like normal older, not old, <laughs> not however old I am now, but you know, my hair is gray. I'm, I'm still going to be like out there, Harold and modding it, you know? And then I met my current boyfriend and I, I was like, oh, he's age appropriate. <laughs> he looks right. like a fucking professor and he's not. <laughs> he's eight years younger than me. He just looks older. <laughs> oh, OK. <laughs> Bullshit. Well, well, that's it's perfect. He's, he's pretty mature. Mm, frankly, so. it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it works. And I'm in love. If it works. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's happy that then my husband, year and a half younger than me. Oh, and, boy. Uh, I know there's You're like crazy. A, You're I, wild. I've gone mad. Uh, but uh, like for six months of every year, he's only a year younger than me. And nice. so I'm just like, and for some reason we talk about it anyway. Um, so he bought us new wedding bands this in the last year. Oh. And uh, then he just lost his. Yeah, sure. But he has, uh, we've been in quarantine for, so he's gone back to wearing the initial ones. The initial, our initial wedding bands were based I wanted to just buy them from the Sky Mall. Do you remember the Sky Mall? <laughs> yeah. And uh, 
He's like, we're not getting wedding bands from the Sky Mall. We're going to have them made because it was a Lord of the Rings themed elven I design. fucking remember that exact ring. In yes. The Sky Mall it had a little like vine that just went around. And so now it's white gold with a vine around it. And it's very and it has either green or black enamel in it. Yeah. Now, these. I don't know what this is. I forget what this is. Here's the only good news is um, they it glows in the dark. Oh, Ooh. Shit. so it's like it's like white That's gold and cool. it's it's painted with that glow in the dark stuff. And, and then, so how the fuck did he lose it? <laughs> because it glows That's in- what I'm wondering. I'm like, where is it? There's chips of emeralds and copper in it. So you know what it, there should it, be it chips wasn't very expensive. Is location chips so that you can fucking find huh? it. Low Jack. Uh, <laughs> what I think he was helping his mom plant something and he thinks he'd, he dropped oh. it in the yard. And I was oh. like, oh, well, luckily they're not, they weren't expensive. They weren't yeah. that expensive. So I was like, please just get another one. And he's like, I'm hoping to find it. And yeah. so I'm, this story peters out is what I'm telling you. I'm so sorry. Hey, you're <laughs> workshopping <go>. it. <laughs> It'll get there. Let's watch another scene of this show we're supposed to be talking yes. about. Yes, um, let's. This so this episode for me, I was thinking about how to frame it. And basically, you know, Data starts getting this information from this civilization and he keeps being like, I don't know how I know about this stuff. It is he over seven million years old. That's older than the comet itself. Thanks. Brace. Could someone from the Darcy system have built it? There are no technologically advanced cultures in that system now. But perhaps Seven million years ago, there were. Picard's Why would they want to hide something like that inside a car? For the anthropological angle. It accumulated those frozen gases over time as it traveled through space. In any case, it's definitely responsible for the system anomalies we've been experiencing. They're using our sensor beam as a carrier wave to transmit information into our computers and replicators. But the question remains why? What is its purpose? Captain. I believe this object is an informational archive. Why do you say that, Mr. Data? I do not know. However, I seem to have an intuitive understanding of its function. Data, the internal structure of that thing is pretty complex. And it's got a repetitive node configuration, which might suggest a database of some kind, but it could be practically anything. I don't see how you could know for sure what it is. Data, do you believe that you're in communication with that object? It is a possibility, sir. I recommend we run a level one diagnostic of my positronic net to determine if that is the case. Very well. Miss LaForge, give my hand. Aye, sir. So basically, Data's like, like, I don't know how this thing is communicating with me. All I know is I've been on this show for seven seasons and I have not done enough character work. So <laughs> we're going to get into it. We're getting into uh, this. We're going to see my range today. <laughs> Can I just say happen. that ship? <laughs> That ship looks like uh, something you would find in the backseat of a car of someone who has like a two-year-old, you know? <laughs> You're like, what? what's this? What is Covered this? in gunk. <laughs> it's really big. Like slime. Look, yeah, oh, it's yeah, got yeah. like That's car like dust a, on it. A piece that doesn't belong in anywhere now at this point. But it's sort of a weird, like, it, it looks like sort of a geranium. Yeah. Like it looks like, I don't know, somebody made it and then something tiny lives on it, like Gulliver's Travels. Um, Ooh, that's I cute. do not know. Yeah, I know, Data. <laughs> it's because you're, cause you're different. That's why. You're going to be all right. I like how Jordy's so you're concerned me, okay? about him. 
Okay. Listen, I'm gonna disconnect you. Is he gonna get besorted? Nope. <laughs> What's going on? He so cares about him. What's going on, buddy? He's always cared about him. Oh! Oh! oh. Data? Uh oh. Osaka is waking. Oh, Jesus. Character. Oh. Here we go. Character time. Here we go. Here we go. And that so that's is too the much. Rest of the episode is just data cycling through. And if you watch this episode from the perspective of the rest of the cast, just like allowing data to go off, it's kind of fun. Because <laughs> Picard has to walk in, like, uh, let me speak to I hat. <laughs> Right. What's happening with uh kid? Yeah. Who's uh? Let me just look at a Rolodex here, because it is the nineties. And 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 Data's just like does all these different characters, and he's like obviously really excited about it, and it's fine. But in the in in universe, you know, uh, there's this character Masaka who is hunting everyone, I guess, in some sort of weird god. When is never explained in this episode is, let's be honest, most everything about this episode. <laughs> but also w w why this culture, which is so like primitive in its like God yeah. theism, is so advanced because it is able. Right, to, there's like this, like this amazing monotheist. It's a pantheon, actually, isn't it? Yeah, it's a. It's not a monotheist. It's a duotheist. And if there's only the two, but then. There, there. It feels like there might be more. Yeah, because right. It feels like there's a Loki and a, you know, like it feels yeah. like there's a pantheon there's behind a the story of all this, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of business going on. And I just, I think it's so interesting. I mean, I'm happy for uh, Data getting to really stretch his wings right here, <laughs> uh, acting wise. But, uh, but you're just like. Okay, and it just reminds me of every sort of Sybil, you know, multi multi personality kind yep. of situation where yeah. they're like, "Oh, okay," and and th and then the ship gets taken over by this yeah. ancient culture, and every like vines start growing. Yeah, which and is funny because it it kind of funny because it it makes Picard really mad. He like <laughs> he's walks like, under I the bridge. Just and he's like, what, these curtains. Yeah, I don't like and these. What are these blocks? <laughs> Here and it's just like earth, earthenware everywhere. All of a sudden, everything was gray. I liked it gray. Why is everything sort of a terracotta now? And, uh, yeah, um, I have. So it turns out in the end of the episode that Masaka is the sun, right? Mm -hmm. And then it and and you and you, after I rewatched it, I was like, yeah, of course, because like people are always talking about Masaka coming when the other guy goes away. And it's like a cyclical thing that never stops. Oh, okay. Right. And then the also, sun and the moon, the sun and the moon. And Masaka tortures people by killing them by, th they die of thirst and sometimes they mm -hmm. burn to death. And you're like, okay, mm -hmm. okay. And then, you know, sometimes they get skin cancer. Uh, that wasn't said. <laughs> but, uh, but so like they, they fix it by uh, Picard being like, well, I'll just tell Masaka that I'm the moon. Right. And I'm everybody's the on the ship is like, don't you think that? And Picard's like, look, we don't have a script. We don't. <laughs> we gotta do this. It's uh, just, and, and just, let's just uh, go for it, shall look, we? Look, we have to get out of this one way or another. <laughs> we can't keep doing this episode 
Whatever. We're almost at the end of the seven season contract I signed <laughs> a decade. You understand how long Weird. Minute 44 here, people. We got to get out of this. And, uh, but I have yeah. started. So my house is, uh, faces the West. And so every day, um, my kitchen and the West, like the, my kitchen, which faces West, is like lit up. With I can't do dishes, I can't make coffee, I can't any because you just walk in. It's just like insane. The other day right. I was talking to my mom on the phone and she was like, "Oh, so curtains?" And I was like, "It hadn't occurred to me." Oh Correct. God, curtains. curtains, curtains. That might work. You've inspired me uh, to move the orange curtains uh, right oh. now. I'm excited. I'm excited to see this. Change. Yeah, we got to see what happens. Nothing. Well, it's a little bit different. So this episode was. It was oh. No, actually, there's more light now. Yeah, the white balance is better. Oh yeah, it's just now it's all just because because this faces to the west and the okay. and the regular light is just nice, nice. So, but Veronica, that's the ring light. I I see it in your glasses too, and mm-hmm. reflect. I'm excited about this. So, what is the background on this app? Okay, so it says that they they wanted to do a take on the lost library of Alexandria, uh, but originally it was going to be about uh, architectural things, and they were like, "This doesn't is not it's too hard to conceptualize." So they were <laughs> changed into actual characters from the archive, and the showrunner was like, "This concept is crazy," but then when they saw the script, they're like, "Okay, they're smoking something." <laughs> like I don't know what the writers are doing. This is clearly just they're like, but but you know, it's like some episodes of the uh, of it, they they meet this advanced civilization, which is so clearly they don't get it, man. Yeah, you know, there's like there's like this weird disjointed. We have the the speed of light. We can do any number of things, but we are also really interested in this tree. And we're going to yeah. worship this tree forever. Yeah. yeah. This we, is also yeah, crazy. We have b- very bad body dysmorphia. <laughs> so. The way, uh, yeah. so Brent Spiner mm-hmm. said that this was one of his most difficult acting assignments because he said, I had some good uh, stuff in seventh season, but they just was, were scheduled so poorly. Uh, he said that he got the script for this episode on the night before. Uh, <gasps> the night before? And he was shooting thine own self, which is another big episode for him. And he finished the midnight before. So he was like, I didn't even have time to absorb the script and digest and figure out who these people were that I was playing. Yeah. Uh, he said, give yeah. me six months and I think I could give you the characters that they do. But as it was, he was like, I don't know who I was playing. So it was like, wow. Oh, my God. That's so frustrating. That's because interesting. That sucks so much for him. I know. I'm like, he full of empathy. is the total like I want to p- spend six months developing characters. That's what I love to do. And mm-hmm. so they give him that opportunity, but then say, but you can't do the fun part. You have to right. just do the like that sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, why do that episode then? Yeah, also, it's so weird. It, what pisses me off about it is like, imagine being the person who wrote the brilliant episode for this show and then that squeezed it out, you know, because, you know, there's some people who are like, well, you know, you didn't want to do my episode about the planet, the solar system that has physical bridges between the, you know, right. mid, mid its culture, it's a, whatever. It's an archipelago, but of uh, galaxies. So and uh, they're all these and they all have tiki, uh, a tiki theme. <laughs> His argument His argument is uh Dustin Huffman had a year to figure out how to play a woman 
and he just had to figure out four characters overnight. <laughs> like, and one of them was exhausted. a woman. Yeah. Masaka's yeah, a but- lady. Mm-hmm. Oh, my son's story. My story about the curtains. I was going to finish by saying like, so now every time I walk after watching this episode, I walk into the kitchen. I'm like, Masaka. <laughs> Do you ever think about getting uh, Greek food? Masaka. Masaka. Oh, right. That's right. Because it is a it is a Greek. It's a, I yeah, have it's some a Greek phyllo pastry. dough. In okay. my uh, fridge right now, and I have no idea what to do with it. And I was also going to ask you before we leave, um, A, if you had anything you wanted to plug, duh. And B, if you have any, I, have, I bought a whole chicken today. <gasps> I knew I was going to see you. Nice. Congratulations. Well done. <laughs> whole chickens from Mary's were on sale at Whole Foods. That's so I was awesome. Like, You're going to see Cation today. <laughs> yeah. Ask her what to do with the chicken. Well, do you have to cut that chicken up or uh, is it already cut up? No, it's a whole. It's a whole chicken. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of cutting up a chicken just because it cooks more evenly, but you could cook it whole if you like. Um, you, I, this face tells me you don't want to cut up a chicken. You just want to bake cut up a, chicken. a chicken. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about mm-hmm. cutting it up. I would cut it up. Right. It and then you evenly. just take like the back uh, of the chicken and stick it in a freezer bag and you make stock a million years yeah, ago. That's, that's, th- yeah. Making the whole chicken and you make stock. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's real nice. Skylar um, is weighing in. He has a lot of advice for cooking whole chicken. So he's got good chicken. I'm yeah. just realizing that you actually, you've been, you were here season one, mm-hmm. and now you're here season seven towards the beginning and your book ending, like the, the entire show, which is right. amazing. Thank you. Sure, sure. Uh, and you got two weirdly tribal. Very tribal. Very primitive episodes. Yeah. Whenever I, th- I think of tribal, I think education. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't you? Tribalism. And uh, it's what I. Okay. So what I would recommend with this thing is you might want to make. You might want to make a marinade. Yeah. Uh, you might want to, or if you just want to bake it and make a delicious a Mary's chicken, which is a th- a step three, if I if I have that correct. <laughs> That's and right. So, you got that right. <laughs> Andy likes to call them stages. He's like, "Did you get a stage five chicken?" And I was like, "Stop talking. You're creeping me out." Anyway, so because that's a cancer term. Anyway, so um, but if you want, if you want to, um, if you want to make it tomorrow, you can essentially just get some yogurt, mint, uh, with a little olive oil, salt, and pepper, and then marinate it overnight. Um, and you can add other things besides yogurt, mint, salt, and pepper, garlic. and olive oil, garlic, of course, um, lemon. Um, and lemon. Yeah, you could do all of that. Or you could do another one, which is just olive oil with like cumin and coriander, salt and pepper, and um, okay, uh, coriander and cumin, and then um, maybe some a little bit of uh, like either pepper flakes or or you don't uh, say cumin paprika. <laughs> just kidding. I don't say cumin, <laughs> and I also say phyllo dough. I don't say phyllo dough. Uh, so, say phyllo. Yeah. <laughs> Buffalo, uh, flo, flo, flo do, and uh, what you want to do? Is... Words are silly. Uh, <laughs> yes, and um, but I think uh, yeah, and then you want to then you want to bake the hell out of it. You want to bake the hell out of it. Yeah, yeah you want. Uh, but you could just do this. You could just you know, uh, pull it out of the the fridge and salt salt it salt and pepper and then yeah. let it get up to room temperature and then bake the whole you could stick some lemons and garlic in the middle of it and then you could just bake the whole thing for an hour and um 
But get it up to room temperature, bake it for an hour at like 375, 400. And, and then uh, it? eat it all. No, 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 I don't baste during it. The, I just, during the baking, you just let it go. Well, if you do salt, pepper, and garlic, um, yeah. you can put a little dabs of butter on it mm-hmm. to sort of crisp up the skin. Okay. Mm. I might brush it. Mm. Yeah, or you could brush it with olive oil. Like so. I've been eating this whole episode and I'm getting hungry somehow. I You're don't know. Tea. I've watched you. You've been very dainty. You have a very nice uh, uh, table manners. They're very nice. She's eating well p- potatoes, too. I'm eating all, all veggies. Food. All vegetables. My yeah, personal trainer. Carrots, beans. The other night, mm-hmm. potatoes. I was watching Riverdale with my friends out in my backyard. You're still on that. Huh? Girl, it's so many episodes of that stupid show. But I had my hand fully submerged in a bag of potato chips about to get a tasty, tasty handful. And my trainer, who has just started, I just started uploading my calorie intake to the app that we use. My trainer texted me. I got a text that said, your fat intake is way too high. And in the chip bag, as he texted me. <laughs> and, and I hadn't even entered those chips in yet. This is on a day in which I ate a bell pepper for a snack. Wow. It's, it's savage. His trainer yeah. radar. It's really, it was really, activated. I got very upset. I was like, okay, well, I'm not eating this whole bag out of, in rebellion. Rebellion. You will. I will not be take, subject to these. Take back the chip night. It, and, uh, and it was taken. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and low. Um, well, that, it has been the episode. Unfortunately, there's not much more to discuss. Uh, I did like the ending scene where they're talking about, they're kind of wrapping up the episode in this really cute, Sort of like, well, that's what it was. And uh, I sort of like the conversation that they have here. Oh, wait, yep. let me just share the screen with you mm-hmm. so that you can actually see what I'm doing. I don't understand. I thought all of the alien artifacts had disappeared from the Enterprise. That one was not created by the archives, sir. That is the clay mask I originally made. I have since painted it. A memento. Yes, sir. Although I am relieved to be rid of those alien personalities. In a sense, I am now empty. Mm, I can imagine. Dr. Crusher told me that there were possibly dozens of personalities inside you. I suspect the number was much greater. My impression is that there were thousands of all ages and walks of life. Oh. That's a remarkable <laughs> experience. Well, Data, never may become fully human but you've had jackassery transcends the human condition you've been an entire civilization and if i'd had six months you would have seen even more exactly (laughs) so they're kind of like well (laughs) (laughs) you gotta wave as they as they head off into the sunset yep before that conversation, Picard, like, Data's like, what happened? Was I dreaming? And Picard's like, it would take too long to explain. And you're like, really? Because this would be the time. <laughs> yeah, we got, this is this what we're hoping. We're hoping to hear things. The person is asking you for exposition that we understand mm-hmm. they would want. And you could just tell them what happened. That'd be this great. Mm-hmm. But no. Like, ah, nope. we don't know. <laughs> no. Jackie. Just... We yeah. still want to hear. Where can we find you? How can we, how can we stalk you? Oh well. Where can we beam things to you? Beam things to me. Uh, it, on uh, um, uh, at all the things. It's at Jackie Cation, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. 
all the things. Facebook. Uh, I have two podcasts, The Dork Forest. This week it's with Greg Proops. It's about the Negro Leagues baseball. Oh, awesome. And uh, next week is about a band called, uh, with Kyle Ayers, called uh, St. Vincent. <laughs> and I did not know that that was a band. I thought it was a thrift store. And so, I don't know. Or a saint. <laughs> and so, uh, but the Dork Forest is like, it's everything Everything you want to dork out about, uh, you could you could listen to a dork forest about it. Have you had uh, anyone about uh, like tarot and crystals and all that stuff yet? Because this guy, right there, or is it right, right there? Is it that one? Right God, there? what a crystal dork! Here, it's yeah. Uh, I'm all uh, about I, that stuff. It could be. It could happen. Uh, attainable goal, my friends. Everybody, Jackie, Jackie, Cation, you want to be on the show? Scheduling's the worst, but everybody could be on. <laughs> Just email me. It can um, happen. Also, at some point, you'll see Jackie Cajun on my show, uh, Hell in a Bucket, at 8 p.m. PST on Instagram, some Wednesday night in the future. So keep watching all the episodes, because you'll miss it if you don't. Every Sunday, or almost every, rarely not, but almost every Sunday, I do a Zoom show. uh, And if you sign up for my email list, you will find out how to come to that. My email list, if you go to JackieCajun.com and look for the link that says sign up for the email list, it's literally harder to get on the list than it is to ever get off the list because every every email you receive has two unsubscribe buttons. Yep. And I don't take mine. it personal. I don't I take send it personally. one email every two or three years. I used to. And now I send them every week because I'm doing Zoom shows every week. And because of that, I include an anecdote. And I also encourage people if they if it becomes That's too great. much to fuck off. I don't I'm going to sign up because I, I want to copy everything you do. Okay, yeah, well, just this the chicken and this, up. the chicken and 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 the and the, the, and and the, the email thing <laughs> and the egg. <laughs> oh, okay, damn. Jesus, please. All was, right, get on it. I was, I was being high. I was being polite. I'm not fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you can, you can all unsubscribe, and I don't even notice. So don't, don't think I take it personally. I'm always surprised at who's on it. Well, I'm um, so glad that you got to be with. Be with us today. I'm sorry. The episode super was fun, super fun. Though this we episode of this other podcast things. wasn't garbage. That's right. Isn't that right, <laughs> exactly. guys? Would it be an episode oh, of you? Mm-hmm. If it wasn't weird. If it wasn't weird, I know. <laughs> all of a sudden, oh, I'm not eating at all, and yet cannot breathe. What's happening? Oh, anyway, and you activated my Google speaker for some reason. Things got weird. A lot, a lot just went on. Um. It's a pleasure. And please drink some I think water. it was moussaka. <laughs> God damn it. Mm. Ah. Uh, moussaka. Get out of here. Okay. All right. That's it. That's it. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. <laughs>